2: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: Former Tennessee Titan and now co-host of the Blaine and Mickey show on 104.5 The Zone in Nashville. Blaine Bishop. Blaine, thank you so much for joining us this morning. How are you doing?
2: (laughs) Well, I appreciate you you having me on in in this uh, market. It's always fun to... To catch up with you, Brooke, uh, so I appreciate you guys having me on.
0: Blaine, I'm slowly trying to make St. Louis a little bit more of a Titan town. I, I'm working <laughs> on it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm edging my way into it. Well, we've been talking a lot about the greatest show on turf this week and the Music City oh, Miracle, my. of course, and we've also been talking about the Cardinals. I know that Mickey Ryan is a big Cardinals fan. Is he coping okay with the Cardinals right now, and has he roped you into all of that?
2: Uh, definitely not, but he's he's for sure a Cardinals fan. But he is, yeah, he's on the Debbie Downer right now. He's but, not <laughs> alone. Yeah, so he's <laughs> he's not too happy right now. So yeah, they. I haven't been keeping up, but I just through him, I feel like I know what's going on
1: cause He he's not happy. Oh,
0: no, he, he's not at all. neither are Cardinals fans. Well, as we were mentioning there, the greatest show on turf and the Music City Miracle. We talked to Mike Jones a little bit earlier this week. We'll just start oh, yeah. off with your best memory of facing the greatest show on turf and just being a part of the Music City Miracle.
2: Oh, my. Well, there aren't any best memories because we lost. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So so Maybe the best memory is that we played them in the regular season at home and and we won that game, did a totally different scheme and everything else, probably, uh, you know, outsmarted ourselves. But, you know, naturally, on a serious note, uh, they have, you know, Hall of Famers all over the place. Uh, It was really tough. Guys are really good. Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falk, you can go down the list. Even Torrey Holt's going to be you know, in the Hall of Fame, too, as well uh, with Kurt Warner. So it, it was a, a tough task. We had a couple guys uh, down and out, especially at the corner position. So uh, we thought uh, we could hang in there and get after the quarterback and see where we would land. And uh, naturally, the great show on turf at the end there uh you know made a big play uh we had good coverage javon curse hit him on the arm there with warner and balls under thrown and bruce made a heck of a play and then off to the races uh you know one of the the fastest guys uh in the league at the time so uh yeah it was a, it was a tough blow but uh you know I, you know I, I think most of the people as much as we didn't win the game you know we got a lot of respect uh in this league uh during that season uh and how we kept fighting all the way to the end. So, uh, unfortunately, I thought the team we played, our our team the next year was actually better, and then we got beat by the Ravens with a lot of special team snafus. So, uh, holding them to 104 yards in total offense. The greatest show on turf was something special. I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again. At At least we haven't. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: <laughs> they were a special team Blaine let's talk about the current Titans team last year finished seven and ten lost uh, I think seven of their last games and and not not a mm-hmm. great season not a great way to end the season the AFC South is a a division that is winnable what do you see for this Titans team for this uh this upcoming season Man,
2: you know, that was kind of crazy to see them lose seven games in a row. And they had a lot of injuries, especially up front on the offensive line, which is horrendous. So you've never seen – I've never seen a coach lose seven in a row and then keep his job. So Mm -hmm. it was more so the talent. So uh, Brabo, I thought, did a great job coaching and kept them in all the games. So they end up letting the GM go. So they have a new GM, Rand Carthon, uh Mm -hmm who's been in this league and actually uh, you know, was a backup running back in this league and his dad uh, was a starting uh, fullback there for the Giants back in the day. So uh, he has a lot of knowledge, kind of brought in a whole different vibe to the team. Uh, they're getting their offensive line together with the drafts and signings. So that looked pretty good until they had a player, uh, I'm going to call him NPF, uh, Petit Ferrer from Ohio State, who started every game last year as a rookie, third-round pick, is now suspended for um, – you know, the, the gambling policy. Mm. Uh, man, he was, I guess, betting on games, uh, not, not games, NFL game, but like other fantasy or basketball or something else. So I don't think he knew the rules. This guys pretty sharp too, by the way. So it's kind of interesting. Maybe some of the guys didn't know the rules. So this year is going to be kind of an interesting deal with new coordinator, Tim Kelly, who was with the Texans like in 19 or so, did a real good job with Watson and then on to Mills. Uh, so I'm interested to see if they open up the offense and see how much that affects Derrick Henry and how much he has touches in a game because he's a guy that kind of gets revved up as he goes. Uh, and they have a new uh, running back, uh, backup running back in the third round. Tajay Spears has looked pretty good. Uh, they still need to upgrade the uh, the wide receiver position. So I don't know if we're quite there yet at that position. That's why DeAndre Hopkins signing would be great. And that would kind of uh, level the playing field for everything else. Defensively, you know, you got one of the best in the business at D Tackle and Jeffrey Simmons. So uh, and then they got Kevin Byard in the back end there. And they got some corners who's young and up and coming. So uh, they got a great front four. So this is a team that's probably in the middle of the road type team. But as you mentioned, they're carry, uh, uh you know, the AFC South is, you know, one to be taken by anybody. The Jaguars are up and coming team with a lot of talent because they have, well, you know, a lot of picks. So their talent is, is more than the Titans. I just think the coaching there. We'll put him in the mix there to be competing for the AFC South.
1: Well, Blaine, I will tell you, you all are in good hands with Rand. Rand is my guy. We played together, uh, so I've known him for a while. We had him on the show a couple yeah. of weeks ago. He's a, he's a good guy. He's got right. a great Dude. mind, yeah. and he loves mm-hmm. the game of football, and he loves the running back position, which brings me to my next question. Derrick Henry is a throwback. I played running back, fullback in the league. I uh-huh. love the way he plays the game of football. What makes him different from, from anyone else you've seen play this game?
2: Well, I mean, I would say he's a unicorn first of all, because of his size and his speed. Uh, and I think that kind of what makes him kind of special. It really is something to behold uh, just to, to see him go out on the field. I think to a certain extent, I don't think people realize how big he is today they see him lot. I'm talking about players now carry uh, and uh that that's kind of you know kind of yeah. intimidating stuff. and then to see what he's done on film you know you go out there and go man this dude is this big running like this and yeah. so uh and i and i think he keeps evolving his game he keeps getting better he he started doing jump cuts and things of that nature the last year and i was like whoa this is kind of on the cj 2k level <laughs> uh yeah because he you know being a big guy tall like he is and long-legged, you know, it's kind of hard for him. If somebody gets in the backfield real quick, it's kind of tough for him to make changes of directions. So he started showing signs of that. Uh, I want to see if he can impact the game as a pass receiver and not running screens mm-hmm. and, you know, a sharp flare passes. I'm talking about running routes down the field and become a threat. Once he does that, I think there's nothing could say he's not one of the, the best running backs because right now you still can say he's one of the best runners of running backs but the complete package type player. I don't know if he's quite there yet as is, is impacting in the passing game because they have to take him out on third down. Yeah. So that's a, you know, I don't I don't like that because first of all, great players adapt and they impact the game even when they don't have the ball. Uh so I'm interested to see if they use him in that role, especially as this is contract years, contract is up, he's reaching 30 as you know when you're playing running back 30 is like you're old and mm-hmm. he's still producing. So I think he's going to break some Titans record and be the Titans all-time leading rusher. I think he's going to get 1,600 yards or more steal, And it's uh, going to have a phenomenal year. Uh, it's going to be interesting because him and Tannehill and, and kind of Byer are kind of in this, you know, phase where they're still playing at a high level, but their contracts are getting close to the end, and they may move forward, as you know, the business side of uh, the National Football League.
1: You talked about size and speed. Does he remind you of your former teammate, Eddie George? <laughs> uh.
2: I, I, well, what I are the differences? Yeah, that, that's what I was, I was going down the road. I would say uh, I think King Henry is faster. Okay. His uh, vertical running speed is faster. I think Eddie George was probably a little bit more complete of a player mm-hmm. uh, with his pass catching as well as uh, his pass protection. I think that's something else that uh, Henry needs to continually mm-hmm. work on. Uh, so I'm, I'm real big on, I like players who are multifaceted. So like a Marshall Falk would be at the top of the list for me. That's why they're paying the Camaro, mm, the yeah. McCaffrey's and those guys can do multiple games. And then you circle them on the, on the, on the, you know, on the <laughs> press release of air all week. This is a guy we got to stop, you know, yeah. where Henry's kind of this one trick pony. At least that's how to utilize him as just a runner. And, uh, I don't I don't I don't like that because I think he's more than that. Mm. Uh so it'll be interesting to see if he gets a chance to do that in this kind of new form of an offense that they're running. They still have to run, you know, things that Henry likes, but I'm interested to see how he fits in that. So I would say uh, you know, the home run threat probably Henry wins that, but as more of a complete player, uh I, I think Eddie Eddie George. I, I think uh he was a little more physical. Uh and uh, Henry's bigger than, than Eddie George. Mm. Uh so yeah.
0: One more question. In, in, oh, yeah. oh, yes. I mean, both have been, been really really fun to watch. It's been a treat as a Titans fan. One more question before we head out. You mentioned DeAndre Hopkins. I know that that's the hot topic in Nashville right yeah. now. What do you think the likelihood is of the Titans landing him?
2: Man, I, I said early on I, I wouldn't sign him uh, unless he agreed to, you know, I, I wouldn't go over $10 million. That this is kind of just the way, unless somebody gets hurt, do you have to up the ante? And it's kind of worked out that way. I don't know what they're presenting to him. I have no idea. Uh, I think he was trying to, you know, know, which his agent's supposed to do is, you know, develop some, you know, uh, some bids and everything else with the Titans as well as New England because he knows the coordinators on both teams that he played under. So he knows the offense so he can get in camp late and still kind of wait around. And then see, I'm worried about more Kansas City. Uh, because if they sign Jones, then I can open up their cap as well as Mahomes or, you know, or Kelsey into uh, some extensions that they will have some space in. Who wouldn't want to play with, with Mahomes and your wide receiver then kind of increase your mark? You're still going to get the ball. I played with Andy Reid with Philadelphia. He loves throwing the ball all over the yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm more concerned with that. And he's a great dude. Uh, so uh, Andy Reid. So I, I just, man, I, I want to put it 50 50. I want to put it 50. I think it's increasing as time goes on. Uh, as Kerry would know, he, you want to go where familiarity familiarity with the offense mm-hmm. so he didn't, wouldn't have to learn anything new, and he can go right in. And then now you're just working on your timing with your quarterback, right. which Tannehill, to me, is still a serviceable quarterback uh, in the National Football League.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Blaine. We really really appreciate you taking the time. And also just thank you for everything. You're the whole reason that I'm even into this radio world right now. You, Mickey and Brent, I know that some people are on different shows, but you guys are a huge Mm -hmm. part of why I was able to pursue this. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for joining us today.
2: Nah, I appreciate it anytime for you, Brooke. Uh, yeah, and pleasure meeting you too, Carrie. As, nice well. so, as well. Nice meeting you as well.
1: Thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, man. Yeah, much <laughs> respect. Appreciate <laughs> it.
0: All right, thank you, Blaine. That was Blaine Bishop, former Tennessee Titan, and now co-host of the Blaine and Mickey Show on 104.5 The Zone in Nashville.